man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Box full of trim sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quite a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Rolling into our second hour here on 104.9 The Horn, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak is not in the house this week. Salt Dog is here. He's the ranch hand to make sure the gate gets open and the pot belly stove gets fired up. Put a screw in the old screen door this morning. Thank you very much. Make sure that thing doesn't fall off again. Did uh does did did uh did uh, <laughs> did uh, did go on his date this week? Go on his date. Yeah, he had a date with one of our listeners. Oh, I don't know what he did. I don't know if he did or not. He better. better oh, he will. He better have called. Now Maxwell Supercenter, it's back. Ram Truck Month at Now Maxwell Supercenter. They're the number one name for Rams in Central Texas, and they just won the JD Power Customer First Award for Excellence. So you know you're going to get the best of the best. Now it's time to test drive that 2019 Ram 150, the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year. They have dozens of the 1500s in stock, along with hundreds of other trucks and more coming each day. For the best selection and Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the number one name for Rams in Central Texas, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 across from Walmart, online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So one of the things that we, um, you've grown up, Going down to the Texas-Mexico border, you've been over there walking through the towns. You've, uh, I mean, there's just been, in the early days, in the early years of your life, you spent a lot of time down there. And and some in college. And some. Oh, hmm. but we're not talking about that one? Or we not and, um, 
we've uh, since been down there and and fished Lake Falcon and yeah. um, find similar similarities. Uh, we didn't do some of the things we'd done in the past, but it's a pretty non-invasive border, and you know, just I mean, there's stuff that happens down there. We know of people, um, you know, having trouble with with the with the folks on the Mexican side. We, there's there's been a lot of stories about stuff that w- w- I think were, you know, exaggerated or made up that happened along Lake Falcon and Yeah, well, I, <clears throat> and I actually heard of heard of another story this week uh that happened back in the fall. Uh there were a handful of guys, handful of boats, different boats that got robbed in one day, you know. Uh, around Lake Falcon. Were on they the on the water side. or on? On the water on the Mexican side. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you get a batch of, couple of bad dudes running out, you know, maybe one day or whatever. I haven't heard of it since, but that was back in this last fall. Well, we won't talk about carrying pistols and stuff like that way back in the day. Um, so I had the opportunity to go to El Paso. Right. The last couple of days, and um, it was an incredible, quick visit. It's a beautiful town. I mean, there's mountains all around it, and yeah, uh, I really liked where the short period I was there. I really liked it. It's desert um, and mountains, and but one of the things that I got to do was I got to go with um, a local to visit family who own. Uh, pecan orchards and cotton fields yeah and they're all i mean that whole area that's what it is dove hunting and and it is so this guy dove hunts on the other side of the wall and he kept saying it's the coolest thing when you shoot a dove and it smashes into the wall (laughs) like there is a wall there is a wall yeah there's a border wall yeah there's a wall parts it's a it's a metal wall, uh, metal framed I beams and 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 square posts. Very tall. Yeah, it's probably 30? fifteen. No, it's maybe. Oh, dude, it's tall. Yeah, I guess if I looked at my picture, I yeah. could probably do the math. Yeah, you sent you sent a picture. Yeah, and <clears throat> but uh, so I was I got to visit with some local ranchers. Right there about the wall. And this is Beto country. 21 feet. 21 feet? That's what I'm guessing. Okay. So this is Beto country. This is where he apparently went to school there, and so everybody loves him down there. Well, not everybody. Well, that French-Canadian guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. So So I'm down there talking to the ranchers who own and operate the ranches there. And they've grown everything from avocados to blah, 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 blah. Um, this year they're not going to be able to plant their uh, their cotton because their water restrictions are down so low that they're not going to have the water for the cotton. Is that because we're not, cotton, sending, we're not sending Lake Travis? No, 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 no. They don't get their water out of the river. They get it okay. out of uh, a reservoir in New Mexico. Um, but the, um, and the cotton that they grow there, there's only two places in the world. This cotton comes from Egypt and El Paso. Yeah. 
And, you know, you hear about Egyptian cotton, 1,500 right, right. threads or whatever. And I was talking to my buddy. That is a good sheet. And I, I was, mean, you get 1,500 thread count. That's pretty good. I nice was talking to, to this guy that I was with, and he said, yeah, who wants to buy El Paso cotton sheets? <laughs> so they just don't call it that. But there's only there's only it's the best cotton yeah. that you can grow, and it's grown there. And But anyway, so I'm talking to these ranchers, and I said, okay. Tell me about the wall. Tell me about the violence. And because apparently everybody down there is mad because they say that the violence wasn't it wasn't the most violent city in the country. And then they put up the wall and all of a sudden the violence quit. They said it never really was a violent city. But that is not truth. If you're talking to the ranchers, because these ranchers, you could see from the front porch of this rancher's house who's grown up here. In that ranch house, you could see the wall. It went across the part of their property. Right. Now, it's probably 50 feet from the river. So it's not going through the middle of their property that they're leaving, losing, you know, hundreds of thousands of acres or whatever. Right. And, uh, but they, uh, they said that before the wall went up, it was not uncommon for them to have people, uh, Come up right to their house, be on their porch, sleeping, getting in their stuff. Uh, scary bad people coming and doing things. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's and she said when they put that wall up ten years ago, the section that runs through El Paso, she said all that went away. Yeah, she said, and she said, yeah, it's been hard for us back in in her father's day, her great grandfather and grand great great grandfather. They'd hire three, four, five hundred uh, Hispanics to come across. They'd pick the f- fruit or the cotton or whatever. Right, right, right. Now there's machines that do all that. Yeah. So they don't need that labor anymore. Right. Um, but she said, "Man, it's it's been good for us. We we're." She said, "I she said I was fully and completely against it when they were saying they were going to do it." And she said, now I am fully and completely for it. And she said, you talk to any of my other buddy ranchers, any of the other people around here, and that's what, then they'll tell you the same thing. The people that aren't for it are the ones that have no vested interest in anything. They they live in a condo in downtown Austin. Well, there are some of our groups that are some of the wildlife groups that are well, so here's the deal. They said that are struggling with it. Well, they said, and she talked about that. She said, and there are sections where they left it open. Yeah. And so the wildlife could pass back and forth. Yeah. And she said, there's no wildlife passing back and forth. <laughs> right. She said that was the stupidest thing. The only thing that comes back and forth through there drugs. are illegals, <laughs> drugs. And and I'm telling you, that yeah. this is from somebody who lives it every day. Right, right. The truth. The truth every day. She's raised on that ranch. Her fa- grandfather, her father, her grandfather, her great-great-grandfather, her great-great-grandfather came across from Yugoslavia, right. went into New Mexico, worked in the mines, got enough money to come back, buy that ranch land. Yeah. And I, I was in Zapata. I didn't see the troopers. 
down there that have been you didn't stationed. see the whole bunches of like the hundreds of troopers no i don't know if they've got them located in different areas right now or what but they weren't at the hotel next to me this time but the parking lot was full of boats i mean and it's the middle of the week and there's boats down there in zapata so Fishing tourism t- correct tourism is good, good and border zapata. patrol yeah it's very good for zapata it needs it and uh border patrol Roman, uh, I saw more Border Patrol than I remember seeing down there. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's like when you're driving in and out of town and, you know, you hit the brakes because you see that uh, Tahoe that has markings on it. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's just Border Patrol. (laughs) I can go four over. No, you shouldn't. Uh, Anyway, um, coming up next, we'll talk. uh, Hey, there's a plus Peter report. Yeah, the PETA report. You got to wait for that. You got to hear this because they are coming to a college campus near you soon. And this is an incredible. It is. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Here we go. You get it live right here every Sunday from 7 to 9. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on 1049 The Horn and 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Let's go in here and see the man's office. Oh, Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Number one outdoor show in Texas. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. 1049 The Horn, 247365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Sun Auto Service, family owned and operated maintenance, repair and maintenance company. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Our family location is at 405 West Slaughter Lane, but there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway is the newest location at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go to sunautoservice.com to track them, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for your PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. So, um, there are a lot of anti-hunting, anti-fishing groups out there, anti-you and anti-me, and, um... One of the new ones is this I Animal 360. It's a it's an organization that creates awareness through um, 
those new goggles that they have, those kind of 3D things you put on your face. And oh, my gosh. You have these experiences. Yeah. And so they've taken that experience and they've created these theatrical videos filmed in other countries where there's some animal abuse and things not not operating the way they do here in the States, not operating correctly. And uh, and they've put together this montage of abuse, and I don't know how old it is and what countries. It's not from America. And uh, they put together these these videos, and now they're they're planning f- in the next couple of months they're going to do a tour of college campuses with these things. And they're going to give them, they're going to set up, and then if you walk by, they'll let you strap them on and you can watch this. What is their purpose? What is it? The purpose is just to freak people out and then try and get them to go vegan. That's what it is. Traditional offline methods are also affecting at inspire, effective at inspiring important behavioral changes. Our dedicated team of volunteers is an important part of these outreach efforts. They help organize street screenings in towns and cities across the world and have distributed leaflets to over a quarter million people. Basically, it's another way for the antis to raise money to get unsuspecting people's money and use it for their comforts, their creature comforts. And there's very little ever done by these folks that moves the needle except in freaking people out. And they're taking this stuff to your college campuses and in some of their photos that they have on their website, they're showing it to kids. They have kids watching this stuff. You want to freak out a little kid and then send them home saying, Mommy, I'm this is, this is way not good. Are vegans and vegetarians healthier than carnivores? Vegans and vegetarians not always healthier than carnivores. While vegetarians may have a healthier habit than their carnivorous counterpart, it looks like meat eaters win again. Vegetarians are also more likely to report chronic health conditions like heart disease and cancer than meat eaters. You don't have... Men's journal. You don't have canines <clears throat> and the teeth in your mouth <laughs> yeah. by an accident. Right. You know, it wasn't a toad that crawled out of the river that turned into a monkey that turned into a man we don't graze on in the fields <laughs> no with multiple stomachs <laughs> that no it's just it's so i went to doesn't make sense i'll Why? T- i'll tell you i'll tell you what makes sense when i was in el paso the people that i was with my friends down there said oh okay you're here we got a Friday night, and we are gonna ha- we have to take you someplace to eat. And I said, "Okay, I'm I'm all in for that." They said, "This is a really this is a big deal. It's a it's a big eatery." And they took me to Cattleman's Steakhouse in El Paso. Oh yeah, dude, I was in a meat coma <laughs> an hour into that visit at that restaurant. Yeah. They have the finest steaks 
and all the sides. We had a shrimp cocktail. We had all the sides. Yeah. Coleslaw, uh, pineapple coleslaw. Dude. And I had. Ooh, I don't know about that. I had a, a, a T-bone that was like no T-bone I've had in a very long time. Yeah. And, but get this. Do you use a fork or your hands? I used a fork. <laughs> Uh, there's people around. There's women, women, women present. Uh, Saul Dog will appreciate this too. They have that women were present. No, no, no. Oh, that they have uh, a part of the restaurant over to the side where, and they have windows looking out there, and they'll take the bones left over from the plates and they throw them out there. And as soon as they throw them out there, coyotes run up and grab them and run <laughs> off with them. That's how they dispose. Yeah, with a bunch of those bones and stuff. Well, that makes sense. I, I want to just see it. Feed the starving animals. I wanted to see it. I just <laughs> thought, how? that's just bizarre. There's a buddy of ours that put out a, uh, an article, interesting article, over myths of hunting. Yeah. Did you see this? Uh-uh. The, uh, Who com- wrote it? Uh, well, it comes out of like townhall.com. Okay. But it's a list of myths, hunting myths. Uh, myth number one, the following species are dangerous and should not be hunted. Lions, elephants, rhinos, leopards, and bears. That is true. That is true. They are not endangered. And I can tell you that the guy that was jogging in California that fought off the mountain lion with his bare hands. I mean, I got you. that on my list. He'll we t- posted it on Facebook. Yeah. He'll tell you. <laughs> they're, it's, it's, they're healthy. Yeah. That was That insane. was a little mountain lion, too. That yeah, like juvenile. A little, yeah, 100-pounder. Jumped on him, mauled his face, and he grabbed it and choked, said, That's it, it. choked it out. He yeah. said, I'm not I'm not going to be a victim Yeah, here. we're not going to be. Yeah, I'm the superior I don't know that I carnivore. Get, I, we were talking about it the other day. I don't know. I mean, how would you react in that? You know, everything you read says, play dead, play dead, play dead. Well, they're they're re, they're rebuking that now in a lot of areas. They're saying fight back. Yeah, even with bears. Yeah. Now we are not giving you uh, professional no advice here on the show. I've not fought a lion or a bear. No, ever. And I'm not sure what I would do. I would probably curl up and cry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why <laughs> give me? me my face back? <laughs> But could you just lay there and play dead while he's gnawing on your neck? See, I don't think I've ever been that kind of person. I don't know what I would do either. I don't think you do know until you get in that situation. Right. The hiker's running along. Do, 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 do. Jog, jog, jog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eat your face off and you grab it and choke it to death. See, I run through Mary Morsey Wright Park almost every day. Yeah. I'm a trail runner through there. Yeah. And, uh, Not a lot of mountain lions. If, but if one ever comes, now I know exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> Myth number two, you can't eat elephant, lion, bear, etc. Well, that's stupid because, yeah, you can. Absolutely. They, it, every bit of it's eaten. We've eaten bear. Yeah, uh, and I, it, there are vast people in Africa that eat elephants and live solely on elephants. Oh, my gosh. Where you think the poaching comes from? Oh my gosh! They're yeah. eating it. They're just trying to eat. That's right. The elephants. That's right. You cut out the hunting, so they don't have money to buy other food. They go kill what they can kill. Thus, 
elephants. Our YouTube buddy on uh, that called in a couple weeks ago, Mullet Man. Yeah. He uh, he, he eats all he, kinds Bob of weird Cat, stuff. Yeah. He said he loves Bobcat. Yeah. Backstrap, Bobcat Backstrap is awesome, he said. <laughs> I've yet to eat Backstrap from a Bobcat. No, but, but it's he on said my it's list. Good. Yeah. Especially if I kill it with my bare hands. Myth number three, hunting endangers animals even more. Of course, we know that to not right, be that's true. bogus. Yeah. Been around for, uh, no, myth number four, trophy hunters just take the head and leave the rest of the animal to waste. <laughs> it's stupid. I have, you know what? I have killed a bunch of animals and I rarely kill a trophy. I don't even really look at them. Matter of fact, the biggest deer I saw this year, <clears throat> I let walk. Myth number five, restricting importation of trophies protects at-risk animals. That's not true either. No, they get poached uh, for all the wrong reasons. That's a whole topic all in itself. But anyway, interesting article, I thought, uh, that came out. We'll talk more on that. Plus, uh, we've got a sherlunker that was caught. Yeah. Eight pounds, six ounces, baby, baby, share lunker. No, you want me to give my opinion on it? Well, maybe, oh maybe gosh. we'll do it. Armed citizens report up next. Uh, plus, your uh, we've got. I don't know where we're gonna go, but we'll go somewhere. There's more. The number one outdoor radio show in Texas for a reason because we don't know where we're gonna go. That's why you get it only one place right here. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Brought to you by Big Brides Guns. McBride's Gun Central Texas family owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site, only one place, McBride's Guns. You know they've got a uh, technician in there that will take care of your guns, fix your guns, any of the issues you may have. A gunsmith right there on site. You don't find that anywhere else but... The same place it's been for years. McBride's on the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Coming back to you after this, 1049 The Horn and 24-7-365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Consequence, you do your thing, I'll do This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I can change all that if all I right. a million dollars. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Live in the bunkhouse. Sunday morning, 79. TJ Granny, that's Cody Ryan. Archery Country. True full-time professional techs can help you with every step of the adventure, no matter your skill level. All the gear, targets, arrows, accessories are on-site and available for professional installation. How about a crossbow? Great thing about a crossbow is that you can introduce people, especially kids, to the world of archery. They're saying that that's the new tool that they're trying to uh, 
train millennials with to get millennials out hunting is the crossbow. You want information on a crossbow? You want information on the newest, best archery gear? Austin Archery Country has it all. Matthews Elite Hoyt. They have youth classes and all the information on getting your youth involved in archery. Go see them at 8121 Research Boulevard. Uh, track them austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. Aldo Leopold said, I will be glad, I am glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It is up to us to train up the next generation of outdoor men and women. Don't sit on the back row, stand and fight. Give to the kids' outdoor zone. Land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. KOZ, no kid left inside. One of the things that, um, It's coming up on February 22nd. We're having our national gala here in Austin, Texas at the Hyatt. If you want to get more information on the big gala coming, uh, February 22nd, uh, Friday, February 22nd, it's in here in Austin. You can go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. We got our buddy Chad's coming. Do we have that, um, Spot from Chad still up there on the system somewhere, maybe. Um, Chad Prather, the uh, political cowboy that you yeah. see online all the time. He's our he's our buddy, and he's going to be there to uh, talk with. Uh, I mean, he's just really, really understands the whole uh, trying to take the boy out of a boy and. All that kind of stuff. And uh, so he's going to be there with us February 22nd, Friday, February 22nd, Kids Outdoor Zone National Gala. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for more information. Now it's time for your Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Even something as simple as walking a dog can put a person in harm's way. But a Michigan woman was able to withstand a recent threat because she was carrying. While the woman was walking her dog for his nightly walk, a stranger came up from behind her and grabbed her. The armed citizen responded by pressing her handgun against the alleged assailant's gut. The pet owner had been in a heightened state of awareness because she had, seconds earlier, noticed a black van with no windows idling on the side of the street ahead of her. Then she noticed a man getting out of the vehicle and strolling parallel to her as she walked her dog. The uneasiness of the situation prompted her to grip her gun while it was still in her jacket pocket. When the man later took hold of her coat, she drew her gun, pushed it into his stomach area, and reportedly said, I don't want to kill you. The thug scurried off. Chicago, Illinois. Shocking. Very much so. Very much I, so. I, I, I loved that she was smart enough to be carrying it with her. She had it where she could get it in her pocket. You know, you hear about people who shoot through their jackets. You know, you get in a bad situation and you just point it 
you know, while you still have it in your jacket pocket, you can get another jacket. Some some things you can't take back. Yeah. But mm. uh, mm. anyway, uh, Montana mountain lion hunting is close in the uh, 240, 283, and 285 section. Uh, they've got all their mountain lions done for that season in those districts. Uh, Bobcat season closed in Montana in District 5. Mountain lion hunting in Montana in Regions 1, 2, and 4 closes uh, Friday, February 8th. Well, that was just yesterday. Just yesterday. Or day before. Friday. Yeah. So all those areas are – so Montana's pretty much caught up. Uh, Utah. So one of the big things uh, that people love to do have really become a pretty big deal is shed hunting. Yeah. And but there's a lot of times where people there's apparently arguments over who saw it first or crossing over a fence line, going into private property. The things that are have become an issue in Utah has come up with a course that you have to take. It's an online course you have to take before you can start shed hunting. Huh. You have to go in, register, take the course, and then you can go shed hunting it makes, in Utah. Makes sense, I guess, for If it's like getting that. a little out of control, you know, there's and, – and it's more of an ethics thing. It's not right. like uh, – but right. it was fun when I was at the ranch recently, uh, at the KOZ Mobley Ranch in Bryan College Station. Yeah. He's got all those axes out there and fallow and, of course, white tail and stuff. And, uh, and so when I would take a break, I would take an hour and I'd go walk a sec- section. And I found three different sets of axes. Yeah horns man antlers antlers they're just it was killer yeah shed hunting's awesome it's gonna you know that start taking shape here soon they'll you know in the next month or two uh they'll start dropping their antlers and yeah if you it's fun if you see them like if you know where there's deer in your in the green belt behind your house or whatever yeah Go looking for them here. When you start noticing the deer don't have those antlers anymore, start looking for them because all you see are does. <laughs> and then you give them to our buddy, uh, Mackie. Yeah, and he cuts them, cuts them up, and makes pocket crosses out of them. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, when I was at the Houston Safari Club, yeah, there had a booth. One guy had a booth. It was a pretty big booth, maybe a twenty by twenty or something full of antlers and just tons of chandeliers antler chandeliers antler lamps antler and man i mean some of that stuff was so precise where he obviously drilled through yeah and ran the cord up through the antler and stuff i mean just really beautiful beautiful work a lot of replica stuff now yeah being built but there's replicas and then there's the real stuff the real you gotta stuff. know and his was obviously the real stuff at this yeah well not obviously but it was the real stuff at this houston show and you could tell by the price yeah <laughs> you know yeah. you got the 29 dollar antler lamp over here and you got the right 1500 dollar antler lamp 
Well, we'll talk about that. Plus, a uh, guy that won the, um, we've all heard, the Muy Grande Deer Contest. Uh-huh. He was supposed to have won it and got stripped of uh, first place. Little, oh, really? Little, uh, and I'm wondering, now I don't know the inside story, but I'm wondering if it was But we like an to honest, talk about potentially what right? could have maybe sort of kind of <laughs> happened. Well, you know, the... The idea behind it and and how it all went down, uh, we'll give you our take on the flip side. I'll let you know what my thoughts are. And, Muy grande. Uh, see what you think. It's uh, anyway. You get it one place right here. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone, brought to you by Honda Central Texas Honda dealers. If you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology and the newest gadgets on the market. But one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology keeping us safe. And you get that with the 2019 Honda CRV. It's a triple threat featuring some of the best technology in the market and impressive fuel economy with tons of cargo space. Their amazing lineup of vehicles truly keep you and your family safe on the road. So if you're listening to this commercial and you're feeling that Honda envy, come visit Central Texas Honda dealers and test out one of your one out for yourself. Every single one of their new vehicles are marked down this month. That includes all of their best sellers like Accord, Pilot, Honda, Civic, the CRV, HRV, and the Fit. There's something for everyone. Our Central Texas Honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Solve all of your Honda Envy at one of Central Texas Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. See dealer for details. Stick around. You get it live right here, 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound five-pound bass lunker share lunker program in Texas. I get you. Oh my gosh. Us guys in the here in the bunkhouse in the outdoor zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook, the Outdoor Zone Facebook. Um, we love to see what you guys are doing, and you can also track us at the Outdoor Zone on our Facebook. So last week, I guess it was, maybe the week before, I had a little rant about the Share Lunker program. Um, yeah, that I was struggling with that they're changing it and now allowing smaller fish to be called a different share lunker. It's not a thirteen plus. Also, my baby share lunker eight pound six ounces. <laughs> Texas, you know those but those share lunkers grow up. They uh, the Texas tournament talk videos that I uh, started doing. I had a little rant on there about. Uh, how, why are we changing the program? Why are we not trying to figure out why we're not growing 13 plus pounders? Well, and it just continues. Gary Klein, a, a local Texas pro, uh, major league fishing founder, um, you know, a, a, been around a stable, forever. been around 
forever. There's not a nicer guy in, that that you could meet and uh, share fishing stories with, and that loves fishing more than Gary Klein and a Texas local guy. Uh-huh. And uh, but Texas Parks and Wildlife had him go out to one of their uh, lakes this week. One of the lakes there, con- they have a contract on. Nobody can fish. It's one of their, I guess, test lakes or whatever. And um, fish for several days. He caught over 125 fish, it says, and uh, to try and catch a sherlunker. And he finally did. He caught it on a drop shot, which is funny. Light line, drop shot. Caught a caught a sherlunker. Caught a, fi- a true sherlunker, a fish over 13 pounds. And they're using that. They took it to the facility for breeding purposes. Um, rather than shocking and doing all that, my question is, why Why do we need that? Why do we have Again. to do that to continue the Sherlunker program and the breeding? Yes, we need breeding fish, but why are we not growing them? Why, why is our program, why are we not getting 21 inter- entries a year? That's so the I problem. I, why, why is that number not growing? I think you need to. Um, the program is not growing. You if, need to contact Texas Parks and Wildlife and get somebody on the show. That's the next. That's the next thing. So we'll talk about that. But uh, that's my frustration uh, with the fishing program side of things. That's, I, I, but it's valid. I, I know it's I valid. Know. Why are we not growing our own? What are we doing to our lakes that's wrong? Hey, I mean, you, I could tell you a handful of things. Are you happy with your job? You like firearms? You like shooting sports? You like guns? National Shooting Sports Foundation has a database. You can go on the National Shooting Sports Foundation dot NSSF dot org, jobs dot NSF, NSSF dot org, uh, National Shooting Sports Foundation, the Firearm Industry Association. You can go on there and uh, there's jobs listed on there. Sales. Sales representative, Northwest Territory, Walther. That's pretty good. I like product designer for Barrett. Don't they make the 50 cal, the big famous 50 cal? Come on, dude. Product designer? How about tactical gear uh, graphics designer for Century Arms? (laughs) Marketing coordinator. Here's one that I think would be a terrible job. (laughs) No, it is... Vice President, Director, Worldwide Sales. That sounds all good for Surefire. Yeah. But it's in Fountain Valley, California. You do not want to work for a gun company and be based well, out of Surefire California. Surefire makes the lights. The I light know. Company. Well, anything. You don't think he like go, he goes in the grocery store and he's got a Surefire shirt on. They're like, oh, <laughs> he's with a gun manufacturer. No, they make lights. So. You go in that other line over he makes there. Flashlights. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Webb County, Texas. Yeah, so that is a cool. I mean, hey, that's come on. Good information. Yeah. Uh, Webb County, Texas. The man who was the winner of the statewide deer hunting contest in Southwest Texas was stripped of his title after game wardens discovered he didn't have a hunting license. Oh, that is a regulation rule. He had one. he had a year-round fishing license, but not the hunting license. So was that a mistake? Was it a mistake he, by the by the cashier, kid, the kid at Academy <laughs> that sold it to him? Right. That's what I'm. Oh, I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm just saying. It. I mean, it sounds like why would you buy the fishing license and not the hunting license and, and you're going to enter the contest anyway? I don't. I guess I don't. I buy the combo. I don't yeah. check every year. I don't necessarily. Look necessarily. Yeah. I'll be looking now. Yeah, I will too. Ephesians 6.11. This week's Bible verse comes from Ephesians 6.11. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. I'll be on the water again this week. Stay tuned. Stick around. Look at uh, the Outdoor Zone for updates. Hey, uh, this week we want to encourage you to get a kid off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them, heck. Take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. If you want more information on starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church or send a kid to an outdoor camp or outdoor Saturday, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com there as well. And come join us at the February 22nd uh, National Gala for kidsoutdoorzone.com. Again, of course, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for more details. Hey, we're headed to church. We want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church out there somewhere. And Guys, rally up your family and uh, take them to church this morning and then go have a great day. We're headed out to church right now, and uh, looks like it's going to be okay out there. Not too cold, a little slimy, but be a good day to hang out at the house. Saw Dog, thank you very much. Beefsteak will be here with us next week. From TJ and Cody Ryan, live here in the bunkhouse, we just want to say adios and regulators. Mount up. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman. Pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause the country boy can survive Folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out And you can't make them run But when them old boys raise on shotgun We say grace and we say man And you ain't into that Don't give a damn We're from North California And South Alabama And little towns all around Land.